Hi, I'm your host, Olivia. And I'm your host, Sophia. We hope you're having a great morning, noon, or evening, depending on when you're listening. Join us as we look at the vexing, perplexing, and all-around idiocy that is internet debate. Hey, Sophia. Hey, Olivia. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I believe that this Saturday, if I'm not mistaken, is Halloween. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you? Uh, I'm ready. I I feel like NAU is doing a couple activities on that night. I know that they're doing tie-dye night in Central Quad. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Are you going to go tie-dye? <laughs> I'm planning on it, but... The time slot that I picked was uh, rather late for my liking. Just being outside, I don't know, I feel like it's going to be chilly and then getting back to my dorm. I don't want it to be too late, so, uh, you know, I'm planning on it. I, I saw on their their email that you can tie-dye a mask or socks. And one other thing that I can't remember, but I like the variety of options they give students. Yeah, that sounds um, fun. <laughs> <laughs> I also participated in the famous scavenger hunt, rock scavenger hunt that everybody seems to be on board with because I didn't find a single rock. Uh, I did find one painted rock, but when I turned it into ASNAU office to receive my gift card, uh, they had told me that it was a fake. Oh, that sucks. So I'm I know there's all these weird upset. competitions going around. I was very upset because I had told my my friends in the group chat, I, I took a video and I said, I found one. I found a rock. I said, I found it by Tinsley Hall. And then I go and turn it in like not even five minutes later. And all my hopes and dreams were shattered when I was told that it was a fake. Oh, my goodness. So, the shameless typing when I told them that it was a fake and I did not get a gift card. (laughs) But anyway, oh, and I also wanted to update you on the dorm decoration competition. I placed in third. (laughs) So, I ended up getting some dorm merch here. I got a t-shirt and a backpack but I would say that competition it was tough there were some good doors well good for you for getting some prizes there's a lot of stuff going on (laughs) my we have like a pumpkin decorating contest and a costume contest for um where I live but it's like the prize is like a credit for your card for your your NAU card and I'm pretty sure that can only be used for laundry (laughs) And I don't have to go to the dorm laundry anymore, so I'm not sure how that works, but... Yeah. Well, it's an interesting gift, to say the least, or prize. Yeah, it's not super exciting, but it's something, I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, if if we're done talking about um, just little updates here on NAU's campus, I guess we can get started on what's happening in pop culture all right 
All right. Well, this one I personally found to be very touching to me because this has a personal tie to me and in my childhood. But High School Musical 3 senior year hit its 12-year anniversary this last Saturday. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Are you a fan of High School Musical? I, I didn't watch it as a kid. I watched it, like, as a teenager. So not a huge fan, but I can res- respect it, I guess. Interesting. Was there a reason why you didn't watch it when you were a child? Um, I don't, like, I had weird, like, uh, TV rules in the house, so I guess that's it. I don't know. I just never saw it. Okay. I can understand that. I know this is very off topic, but when I was a child, my father would not let me watch Spongebob because he said it rots your brain. So I think my mom said something along the same lines. <laughs> I was never allowed to watch Spongebob. But I still sneaked in a couple episodes here and there uh, when he wasn't home. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I personally remember watching High School Musical uh, when it first premiered on Disney Channel. I was seven years old and I was eating pizza. And actually, this was this was a rather traumatic experience because I was eating the pizza upside down or not upside down, but I was laying down on the ground eating pizza while watching the show. And then I started choking on the pizza. Oh my (laughs) God. uh, Yeah. Uh, My sister, she tried doing like the Heimlich maneuver. I think that's what it's called where they go behind you and they wrap their hand or their arms around your stomach and they try to, you know, I think it's called a Heimlich remover, if I'm saying it right. But um, <laughs> yeah, she she couldn't do it, and I was I couldn't breathe, and she ended up just running off and telling my dad. And then nine one one was called, and yada yada. But oh my god, <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was very um interesting how. You know, I've tied High School Musical 3, that movie, to a traumatic experience that happened in my life. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, that's that's pretty whack. <laughs> Just thought I would um, talk about that. Did you ever have any, like, near-death experiences when you were a child? Uh, I don't want to say near-death. So... I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I, I feel like I was a very crazy child because a lot of things happened to me. Oh, don't even get me started with like half the stuff that I did as a kid. Sometimes I, I question whether or not I thought that I was just like invincible and I couldn't get hurt. Like, for example, I used to live in Arizona, so we had a pool in our backyard and we also had a hammock. And I thought that I could use the hammock as a diving board. And so I get on up top on the hammock and I'm balancing. And then I go to jump into the pool because the hammock and the pool were close in proximity to each other. So I was basically using this hammock as kind of like a diving board. And I jump and I end up hitting the rim of the, the rim of the pool. And I crack, I crack my head open and 
my father, he comes to get me and I just, I, I needed staples like immediately. Cause I was just, my head was like wide open. So now oh my God. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like really bad. I almost died. Like I lost a lot of blood. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't think I have anything to that degree. I think I choked on a cheese stick once. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think I fell off the back of the couch once. I, <laughs> I did not use a hammock as a diving board. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I honestly, I definitely was the rebel type, I guess, or maybe I just <sighs> wasn't thinking straight and I thought that I could use the hammock as a diving board, but, um, I... I quickly realized that that was not the case and that I could not do that. And um, I still, if you ever see me in person, you'll see like my scar that I have. (laughs) (laughs) And it's shaped like the letter, like the letter L, a capital L. So people are like, oh, L for loser. And I'm like, no, L for lover. (laughs) But anyway... Just oh, for a traumatic head injury. I, I don't know. <laughs> but um, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be, you know, still living it up. And I'm glad to talk about these stories of uh, near-death experiences. But that concludes High School Musical 3 being... Uh... Wait. <laughs> there's no, like, news. It's just that it happens to be the anniversary? What was that? There's no, like, news around it. There's no special events. It just happens to be the anniversary. No. Like, I found out personally because I looked up High School Musical. Don't ask me why. I have no idea why I looked up High School Musical 3. And then I found out, I looked at the date that it premiered, and it was in October 24th, 2008. And I was like, wait, that wasn't too long ago. And then I calculated it, and it was the 12-year anniversary on Saturday. But, you know, I'm not sure if they're doing a reunion. I don't think I ever heard anything because I do follow Zac Efron. I feel like that'd be pretty random to do one. You think so? I feel like it would be fitting. I mean, if you're doing the 12-year anniversary, why not bring the whole crew back together for one last time? Why the 12-year? Well, they could do it yearly, like a tradition. Oh, my gosh. I think like they get that would make Zac Efron's head explode. <laughs> and they sing, like, famous songs, like, we're all in this together. Hunting. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> well, that concludes it. Um, not very newsy, but more personal to why it matters to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess moving on to uh, keeping it real in Flagstaff. Um, So let's talk about um, trick-or-treating this year. Um, The CDC does not recommend it. Um, There's a lot of rules around it, like if you can't substitute a cloth mask for a Halloween mask, like you're not supposed to have large inside gatherings if you're going to go try and celebrate. Um, a lot of rules, which has led to Flagstaff canceling um, some events. They canceled the trick-or-treat trail they usually do downtown. Um, there's a couple, like, pumpkin batches still open. There's some trunk-or-treats happening in town. 
but I think basically everyone kind of has to do their own thing. Um, how do you feel about um, trick-or-treating basically kind of being canceled? Uh, I don't want to sound like the Grinch or someone who's stealing, you know, the Halloween spirit, but I think it's a great idea that it's kind of canceled just to make everybody safe. Um, you know, you don't want to pass anything on to little kids and then little kids, I mean, they go to school or they're with their families. No, I think it's a huge risk for little kids to be passing it on to old people handing out candy. Yeah. Then that's very much true. They could even have it and them passing it on to other people. It's it's just not safe and maybe if maybe next year we'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, there are more things coming out with like safe ways to trick or treat. And it's, like, putting separated candy pieces out on a table, um, creating shoots to pass candy down, uh, <laughs> whatever. I Like, it's so silly at the end of the day, because at the end of the day, you're still touching it. And even if you wipe off every piece of candy, it's like, oh my gosh, it's such a risk. I think my favorite I've heard of is my friend and her mom are making goodie bags, like brown paper bags, and then tying them on strings to the roof. For little kids to come grab, I feel like that's the safest one I've heard because, like, you leave them out there for hours, they're probably safe. Little kids just grab one thing of a brown paper bag. I think that's fine. I don't know. I, I, I would, like, if I had a child, I would just lock them inside, like, do it in my house. Just sounds so scary, low-key. <laughs> well, I would say something that I would do if I was a mom... I would have my kid, well, let's see, actually, see, if I had family members who I often met up with or, like, lived with or that sort of thing, then I would give them candy, and then they, we could have, like, our own little trick-or-treat um, special in the house, and, like, my kid would just walk up to one of my family members. My family member would just give them a piece of candy. And then they could go throughout the house finding each and every family member. Oh, a candy hunt in the house. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, but other than that, I mean, I feel like Halloween doesn't have to just be simplified to trick-or-treating. I mean, I'm not sure if... Flagstaff has this, but I know that my town has it where they are doing outside movie theater night. So mm. I thought that was great. And you just stay in your car and you're safe like that. I can't imagine going to a movie theater right now. Just like going and sitting and wearing a mask and not being worried. That sounds crazy to me. <laughs> well, it, it's outside. So like, no, it's a drive-in <laughs> like drive theater. Yeah, I mean, like, a real theater, like, that just, but, like, I kind of get that. Yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't gone into a movie theater since this whole breakout. What was the last movie you saw? Ooh, that's a really good question. You know, I can't even tell you. I, I think mine was the Harley Quinn one. Uh, uh, what's, what's it called? I can't can't remember the name of the Harley Quinn one. 
Oh, it doesn't. It's just the Harley Quinn movie. I don't know the name. Um. <laughs> no, but I, I honestly, I can't even. T- I actually, you know, I think it was it too. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh my gosh. I've been telling people this from the start. It too is the best movie ever. Oh my god. I would even say that it's better than the original. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> I like making jokes like this because um it's terrible. But like the last movie you ever will see in a theater was It Too. And I'm glad <laughs> you liked it. <laughs> and I hope that they come out with an It 3. Just keep making Oh my good god. Movies. <laughs> I love it. (laughs) All right. Well, do you want to get started with uh, my section? Sure. All right. Sounds good. So last week we talked about phobias briefly. Actually, I would say more than a couple minutes we talked about phobias and my irrational fear of cows because I believe that they can kill you. They, they will, they will hurt you. If you make them mad, they will stomp on you. And that doesn't, that doesn't sound like a good way to leave this earth. I want to, I want to leave this earth peacefully. Anyway. Not by, not death by cow. (laughs) Not death by cow, but I, I often have this, um, this kind of argument in my head where I say, do I want to die peacefully or do I want to die like an awesome death? You know, like maybe get like eaten by a shark or something like that. Oh or... my God, that sounds horrible. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool though? Like, oh, no. <laughs> how did, how did Olivia die? Oh, she was just bit up by a bunch of piranhas. No, that sounds actually horrible and not cool. That sounds, oh my God, no. That just makes you sound dumb. This is the first person in 10 years to be eaten by piranhas. Be Like, no. <laughs> oh, so would you want a peaceful death? I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess, yeah. If, if my options are sleep or piranhas, I think I'd pick sleep. <laughs> oh, you know, I also have a fear, and this is very just off the spot but of being buried alive I think that would be the worst way to go um yeah that would be a bad one is there a conspiracy theory behind this no there isn't actually we're not doing conspiracy theories today I totally like went off topic but we're going to talk about a couple phobias that I thought were interesting because we did talk about phobias last week and I I wanted to go in depth with some more phobias that I have found online. Okay. I, I want to start off this section by asking you, what do you think is the number one phobia in America? Spiders? No. Actually, according to Washington Post, the number one phobia is, drumroll please, public speaking. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I... I not sure if it has an actual like term or a name for being irrationally fearful of public speaking but I thought that was interesting because I personally I love public speaking but I know for other people that is not the case what are your thoughts on public speaking um I think 
I don't necessarily like enjoy it, enjoy it, but I'm okay at it. Um, and I understand the fear behind it. Yeah. Uh, I, I personally know a couple people who are not fun, fond of public speaking and I've taken a public speaking course and I know how it feels to be fearful of going up stage and kind of giving a speech, but I would never say that I am like irrationally fearful where I just can't do it and I'm sweating and I have anxiety, shaking. Um. <laughs> but yeah, that that's one phobia. And then another phobia. Oh, and that's, you know, the most, most, I wouldn't say popular, but, um, most feared phobia? Most most feared <laughs> phobia. <laughs> I think they're all feared. <laughs> um, yeah, I understand it. what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, so the second one that I thought was very interesting is called cacophobia. And that is the fear of ugliness. What? Now, oh my god. This shook me up a little. Because if I knew someone with cacophobia and they like didn't want to see me ever I would have my feelings hurt like I'd be like so you think I'm ugly that would hurt my feelings is this more so like a back of the mind thing where like it's a fear of being ugly or a fear no this is this is like fear of seeing someone ugly that they deem as ugly oh okay so I personally, I'm not sure how many people have this phobia, but I hope to not come across someone who fears me for my ugliness because that would hurt some type of way. I think I would cry. I don't think you're going to encounter anybody and they're going to be like, oh, I have, what was it, cacophobia, <laughs> back off? Yeah. Well, they probably wouldn't even say anything. They'd probably run for the hills. I, and I feel I, like that I would think- be worse. I think this is more of a subconscious thing where you see someone with a some sort of um, face malformation and they're fearful of it. I, I don't know if it's necessarily like, mm, you're not pretty. I'm going to scream. You're not going to scream like it's Halloween every year <laughs> oh, or every day. I think okay. that's, that's, that must be one of those things that's ingrained in the back of your mind, like where it's taught to you and it's not good, but you have to rationalize and fix and correct. Cause like, yeah, that does sound like a pretty bad thing to have. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I must say there's a lot of phobias that I didn't even realize. I mean, I pulled up on my computer a through Z phobias. And there is almost a phobia for every single letter in the alphabet. So Yeah, I believe forward. it. <laughs> what was that? I believe it. What's the one for Z? Okay. Zoophobia. Fear of animals. Oh, fun. Yeah. So that's actually interesting to me too, because is it... it it makes me question how did these phobias like resonate? Where did they resonate from? Like did one day you just 
were fearful of animals or was there an, an experience that you had where now you're fearful of animals? It could be both. Interesting. Another one that's very popular that I've heard over the years is tripop phobia. Do you know what tripop phobia is? No, I do not. All right. Well, it's the fear of clusters of small, a fear of clusters of small holes, bumps, or patterns. So one example, and I learned about tripop phobia when I was in middle school because there was a student that wasn't very fond of patterns like the beehive for, I don't know if you've seen like um, beehives inside, they have like kind of little holes or no, they're not holes. They're, are they hexagons? Hexagons? I don't know, I'm but they're very, sure. close, they're, they're very close to each other. And um, it doesn't sit well with me either. I mean, like, I don't like looking at it. And actually the, like the reason behind this phobia is because we have this kind of instinct where if we see like holes that are clustered together, uh, we think of like disease. Huh. So we're fearful of like disease. And if we see something like, like, yeah, clustered holes or uh, bumps, then we resonate it with like disease. And um, we're not very fond of disease here. <laughs> Yeah, that means I hadn't, I didn't know that because I do know people who get really uncomfortable when shown a pattern to, that's just consisting of circles or holes, but I didn't know that's why. That's very interesting. Another example of like tripop phobia is like pores on your, on your nose. Oh, really? Yeah. So like lots of little dots that are close together. Those are just some examples of uh, a little bit of tripop phobia and what it includes or consists of. But that wraps up our section of, I don't even know what to call this, but uh, <laughs> phobias? Interesting phobias? <laughs> that wraps up phobias. <laughs> Interesting phobias. All right. Um... All right, I guess we'll move on. Um, so this is a section I like to call one strike and you're canceled. Um, and I would like to talk about Tim Burton. Um, oh, so, I think I know what you're going with. Where you're yeah, going. it's really interesting because Tim Burton is a really, it's, Tim Burton movies are really fun to watch around the holidays. I love Beetlejuice. I love Sweeney Todd. Um, and those kinds of movies. But there's been a lot of controversy in the media lately um, that, or I guess in the past few years, um, and it's resurfacing on TikTok, like a lot of things are starting to do, um, that Tim Burton is quote-unquote racist. Um, I saw this on a TikTok. Um, I might have mentioned it before. I saw this on a TikTok that someone, a lot of people are claiming that Tim Burton said that it's not in his aesthetic um, to cast people of color in his movies. And the real quote was a, lot, uh, a little bit longer than that. It was, um, uh, it was actually, I remember back when I was a child watching the Brady Bunch and they started getting all politically correct. Like, okay, let's have an Asian child in a black. He said a black. 
I used to get more offended by that than just oh. than just I grew up watching blacks float ploition movies, right? And I said that's great. I didn't go, okay, there should be more white people in these movies. So a lot of people have been concluding that he um he thinks it's like his aesthetic um to cast a lot of pale people. And there's been some videos surfacing that in a, in a career of 30 years, he's cast 10 people of color. Um, and that's where a lot of people are starting to kind of um, defend him. Like, oh, you think he's racist when he's at this person, this person, and this person. Um, but when you look at the numbers, that's really not enough. Um, and that does not count as diversity. Yeah, I I heard a little bit about it on TikTok as well, um, where people were saying Tim Burton doesn't think that black people can be casted as like dead people, and then people in the comments were like, "I guess colored people uh, can't die." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just kind of it's kind of crazy. Um, I there are a couple um, like comments I have one of. If you go through TikTok, um, there is a lot of, like, people making videos about this, which is really interesting, especially because the Tim Burton challenge has been trending where you fix your face to look like a Tim Burton character. Yes, I have done it. How did it look? <laughs> um, I didn't do it right, but that's the <laughs> point. Uh, but, you know, once this, this trend kind of surfaced where, like, the Tim Burton challenge... I started reading the comments, and that's when I learned about um, his remarks or or him saying that it doesn't fit his aesthetic. And I was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, I think I've only seen... So, if I'm not mistaken, Tim Burton... Uh, what movies? You mean what movies like, has he made? Yeah, what movies has he made? Um, well, I think his most famous has to be, um, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, the, that's with the two skeletons, right? It's not, it's one, it's technically one skeleton and one zombie thing, but, um, it's not my favorite. I appreciate, I, I think it's, like, fun every once in a while. I did think the most interesting thing, one of the most interesting things that nobody commented on is that, um, he took a lot of inspiration from Day of the Dead for Corpse Bride, and I'm pretty sure none of those actors are actually, like, Latino or Hispanic or culturally involved. Oh. See, I don't know a lot about Tim Burton, and I don't know a lot about, like, Halloween movies. I think I've seen... Uh, I to It totally slipped my mind again with the two... One zombie and one skeleton. I've seen that movie once. It's very fun. long ago. It, very long ago. But when everybody was doing that challenge, I was like, okay, okay, I can jump on it. And then I read the comments and I was like, oh, okay, this is where we're going to go with it. Like, that's. It is interesting. One of my favorite comments is um, there was a, a, a white a white man and he created a video explaining why Tim Burton wasn't racist and again, listing off those um, people of color. And somebody said in their comments, Sparkle emoji. It's not your place to decide if it's racist. Sparkle emoji. And oh my god, if that if that's not the truth, I don't know what is. Yeah. Whew. Um. Yeah. Has, another one. Sorry. Has 
said anything about it like tweeted anything or is he silent that's what um originally started this is that one comment he made justifying um his choices casting wise about watching the Brady Bunch and not wanting it to get politically correct um and it comes down to it's just another white man making movies with and not wanting to be held responsible for any of his choices yeah um because this is not new and it's not all started with Tim Burton it's just the fact that he commented and it was um bad um it was a terrible comment um one of my favorite tweets on um, the that the Washington Post featured, um, if you say Tim Burton three times, a goth white dude appears and man explains to you how casting only white people isn't racist. Ooh. Oh, gosh. I have a feeling that there's going to be a hashtag Tim Burton canceled on Twitter soon. Uh, this has been going on for... This really started in 2016, so, no, Tim Burton was not necessarily cancelled. He was just, um, his choices were held up in the media um, and examined. And at the end of the day, uh, I feel like the best word for things like this are problematic. Um, and it's the, it comes down to whether or not you can separate the art from the artist at one point. Because a live people are still profiting and they're still terrible but like there's a lot of people who hold meaning to like that uh care a lot about the jk rowling books that have come out or the tim burton movies that have been out for years yeah hmm i've also heard that saying with like music as well where you have to divide art from the artist like you can enjoy that artist's art but not not um support the artist behind it like uh, R. Kelly mm. where everybody said that they love R. Kelly's music but they don't support the person behind um, the music and then also like Michael Jackson uh, there's been controversy controversy I cannot speak controversy around Michael Jackson and um some of the some of the things that he's done um and accusations so I I don't know what your stance is on that but I personally I don't like when I think of R. Kelly I don't even support his music because I would never support someone who um has these accusations and who's done so many bad things to like young women it's the same complications that come with you know shopping fast fashion like it's really easy to buy clothes from target and i totally have done that and i totally still do it sometimes and like i know it's bad and i'm conscious of it's bad it's the same thing with like what watching a tim burton movie and like and renting it or buying it like it's not necessarily a bad it doesn't make you a bad person to watch a tim burton movie of course not but you're still uh, giving him your money. And like, if you, that's, you just need to be conscious of that. It's like, it's so complicated. It, like, ugh, I, I stress myself out too much, but like, you really can't, you can and you cannot. So there's no real good answer that I would like to give, I guess is what I'm saying. 
yeah, it's it can get muddled at some points, and uh, I don't know. It's I'm on the fine line of yeah, like these songs are good, but uh, I don't want to listen to a song or like I don't want to watch a movie if if I know that they've done really bad things in their lives. Like for R. Kelly, for example. It just it doesn't sit with me right listening to his music when I know that he's he there's victims out there, yeah, um, of course, who are just like traumatized by what he's done, and I'm not even sure if he even I I remember watching a documentary a while back where he was tried for um, a couple a couple cases, and then they just it just kind of got swept under the rug because he was so, he was famous. I mean, he was well known when he was getting tried for these different uh, cases. I just, I thought it was very heartbreaking. So I'm not an R. Kelly fan by any means. And I've, I've never really listened to Michael Jackson and I surely won't after all the accusations that um, have, have, arised yeah that's totally fair (laughs) (sighs) but uh yeah like you said I feel like there's no right answer or there's I feel like at some point you know there might be on the radio a Michael Jackson song and that's that's just how it is where it turns on and you can turn it off or keep it on but it's crazy to me that these well-known people are making money and they're, they're just like controversial. I, it's flabbergast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's pretty much all we have for this week. Um, I guess just uh, be careful around the fall holidays. Um, still have fun, but don't be stupid. Um, <laughs> that's oh all I have God. to say yeah stay safe um yeah okay well um thanks for listening um join us next week all right bye bye